In this episode of the Smart Community Podcast, I had a great conversation with Sarah Ray, the editor at Smart Cities World, an online publication covering all the latest news and trends around smart cities and smart communities. Sarah and I discussed her background in writing for telecommunications and how that led her to this smart space, as well as why she believes it's important that the smart concepts don't just get kept in the cities, but that the small towns and regional communities benefit from them as well. We talk about how the UK is embracing the smart concepts and a number of really interesting projects that are happening both in the UK and globally. Sarah and I also talk about how to better integrate across the different disciplines and the emerging trends of cybersecurity and the smarts being invisible but not secret. As always, I hope you enjoy listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. Welcome to the smart community, smart regions, smart towns, and smart cities. It's where we live, work, and play with smart communities. The future starts today. Big data, smart mobility, emerging trends galore. The Smart Community Podcast is what you're looking for. Just before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you know that you can now support the Smart Community Podcast via Patreon. That's patreon.com slash smartcompod with two M's. If you become a patron, you'll get a special episode each month exclusive to supporters. If you would like to feature on the Smart Community Podcast, you can also head to Patreon where you can sponsor an episode. There are options for either a full featured episode or adding a promo for your company or an event coming up. There are both once-off and monthly options. Thank you so much for your support so far. It is my dream for the podcast to be self-sustaining so it can continue to be produced for my smart community no matter what the circumstances. Enough from me, on with the episode. Hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Zoe. That's good. Let's jump straight in. And can you tell us about your background and what you are passionate about? Yeah. So um, I currently work as the editor at Smart Cities World Publication, and uh, we cover all the latest smart cities news and trends. Um, so we have daily news, features, interviews. Um, I really love the job. And uh, I got, got into it um, from a background of writing about telecommunications Um so yeah, that's kind of my background and how I came to be in the smart cities area. Yeah, cool. So tell us what you're passionate about. Um, well, I'm really, like I said, I really love the job, really interested in the area of smart cities. Um, as I said, I came from telecommunications, uh, writing about that background. And obviously, communications technology is fundamental to smart cities. But when that started to cross over into writing about smart cities, too, in my previous role, I became even more interested because obviously smart cities covers everything. It's not just technology, but I think it goes across politics, society, health, energy, you know, everything. And, um, and of course it impacts me as a citizen directly. So yeah, I just became fascinated with, with, with everything about it really. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So it sounds like you're really passionate about writing about interesting things, I suppose. Yep, definitely. So, um, yeah, I've written about lots of different things in the past, mainly, um, business focused things. So I also write about aerospace, which I also find fascinating. I think 
you can just find lots of interesting areas in all these kinds of topics and uh, love meeting the different people who are working in these things. I think that's one of the most interesting aspects to find out what those people are interested in and passionate about and what's driving them to do what they do. Yeah, cool. Well, I think you already kind of answered the next question, um, which is what sparked your interest in smart cities? So I guess that's that background in um, writing about telecommunications or was there anything, you know, specifically uh, about smart cities that really piqued your interest? Um, well, I think it's fascinating because it's not, um, you know, there's quite a lot of debate about it. And uh, I find that really interesting. You know, so, some people have a lot of concerns about it. There's a lot of, I guess, um, maybe utopian thinking about it. Um, some people are worried about the privacy and the data and the security. And um, so I just think it's really fertile ground to write about and an important space to get involved in, really, because it does affect us all. So, yeah, that's why what drew me to mm. it so much. Yeah, cool. So what is a smart city to you? I guess by by the nature of the question, we, we haven't really defined that. And I think that's quite an interesting thing that we talk about it so much. It's such a buzzword. It's the name of our website. It's the name of lots of different things, but we don't really have a centralized agreement on what one is. So but I think for me, it's a city that's always looking to improve um, to become a better place to live or visit. Um, now cities have a lot more tools to better understand the city and what's going on. And so they can perhaps uh, make more informed decisions to to make those improvements. So I think that's an element of the smartness. But I don't think that it's all about the technology. I think sometimes the smartest solution will be very low or no tech. And so I guess that's a little bit of a, a problem that I think that we maybe have with the terminology. But we're also, I think, probably stuck with it for now. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's about maybe um, more playgrounds or green spaces or how do we use all these empty buildings? Um, I think homelessness is a huge issue in many cities and that has to be part of becoming smarter, but the solution isn't always a technological one. So I think it's important that when we talk about it, we don't leave those things out and sort of silo it off into a technology thing. Mm, yeah, no, I agree. And I also think with the term city as well, like it's not just about the big, you know, the big mega cities or it's about that regional. Definitely. And I'm from a really quite small town and I'd hate to see um, somewhere like that be left behind um, even further. You know, I guess my town's a little bit down on its look, you could say. And, um, I'd, you know, I would like to see places like that also benefit from all this innovation and, you know, help to be moved ahead and help the people there. Um, you know, sometimes I do worry about that. Some places will be left behind and maybe cities will lead the way and try it out and then it'll trickle down. But you never know with the sort of financial constraints and things like that. We just don't know. But yeah, I would hate to see smaller places be left behind. Mm, yeah, no, I totally agree. So tell us why you think that the smart city concept is so important. Well, I think obviously we do have lots of challenges in cities. Uh, you just need to go out into one for a little while to see that. Um, I love cities. I'll always probably choose city living because there's so much going on, but you do see the, the challenges when you go out on about every day, you know, from rubbish to being stuck in traffic to air quality. Um, so I think it's important that we do use the tools at our disposal to try to improve those things. And, you know, technology is um, developing so fast at the minute. We are seeing some exciting new things that could help us do that. And um, in many cases, perhaps it can help with some of the budget constraints to try to, I mean, not always. There, there, is, there are arguments about that, but I think there are cases where it could, could help us do more for less and hopefully make cities better places to be. 
Yeah, definitely. So how do you think uh, the UK is embracing uh, the smart concept? Um, yeah, I think there are a lot of interesting uh, projects going on in the UK and um, at Smart Cities World, we cover projects globally and sometimes it's really hard to, to kind of keep keep track of everything that's going on. There's interesting things going on everywhere. Um, so, But some of the interesting things in um, London, for example, is the, the bid to become the most walkable city. I think that's quite an interesting um, angle to take, you know, because it also brings in mobility, health, air quality. Um, but you don't see many cities perhaps making that focus they might focus on congestion or air quality but walkable I think is quite an interesting way into that um, so I'm interested to see how that develops on smart cities world we um, do profiles of cities so we take a deep dive on um, individual cities and we talk to the people that are working there some of the um, technology companies and things that are involved so we recently did um, Bristol which is in the southwest of England. And I think the Bristol is Open initiative is really interesting um, about creating an open platform that allows companies of all sizes to come and test new technology in a sort of real setting rather than just a lab. And they're doing lots of interesting work around 5G and that kind of thing. So definitely urge you to download the report. Um, and we also looked at Milton Keynes. I think that's a really interesting uh, city. And uh, they've done a lot of um, interesting work around the data hub, um, quite a leading uh, work in that area. And also they're doing a lot of interesting work around transport, testing autonomous vehicles, getting to mobility as a service. Um, so yeah, I urge you to look at that report too. As I say, we do look globally. So I think there's just so much interesting stuff going on that yeah, it's just a really fertile space. And uh, so currently we're working on a report about the city of San Diego, which is uh, working with its partners to deploy the world's largest smart city IoT sensor platform. So I think lots of people are going to be interested in the outcomes of that. Yeah, definitely. No, thanks for sharing that. I'm keen to hear about some of the other projects and things you're working on because um, obviously Smart Cities World would be looking all over the world, like you mentioned. So is there any other uh, stories you can share? Well, we recently did um, some research about blockchain and what it could do for smart cities. Um, so that was an interesting project. So we uh, surveyed cities and um, other people involved in the space, so technology companies, vendors, to get their um, under, uh, views on how blockchain could make an impact in cities. And I found that really interesting because obviously it's one of the most hyped technologies around. I think it's difficult. I agree that it's difficult to get get your head around it. Um, you know, I, I have to do a lot of work to try and keep understanding it, keep coming back to it. Um, and um, in that research, we, we found that although 80% of people who we surveyed said that they think they have a good or fairly good understanding of the technology, it also came out as the number one challenge. Uh, concerns about understanding the technology came out as the number one challenge for moving ahead with it. Yeah, so I thought that was um, interesting. And so I'm all for uh, plain English and trying to be clear, especially in the area of smart cities. So I think that shows some work that we need to do there. If, if technology people and, you know, IT people find it, are finding that a challenge and can't translate it to the budget holders and the people at the top, I think we really do have to find um, new ways to talk about that and explain the benefits and things. Uh, but we did find um, some areas of potential. So, for example, um, people thought that, 
It could result in more efficient city operations, um, new ways to build trust and engagement with citizens, which I thought was interesting. Um, thought it could potentially save cities money, have environmental and energy benefits and tra um, transport uh, benefits. So, for example, helping to make mobility as a service a reality. I think there's still so many unknowns is what we found through the event that we held and through the research. But it's interesting to get in there early with what this could do for cities and we're looking forward to following it through and seeing if and how it develops further or if it turns out to be hype. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. No, it sounds really interesting. Um, I was going to go on to the next question, but I'm keen. Do you have any other stories um, around the world? Because that was just so interesting. I'm keen to hear if there's any other kind of research that you're doing on that global scale. We're not running any research just at the moment, but um, another project which I'm watching closely and which I think is really interesting is the decode work that's going on in Barcelona, which is um, looking at providing tools that give individuals the control of their personal data and what they share it for and how it's used um, and not that won't just be in Barcelona obviously it's going to apply to everyone so definitely keen to see the outputs from that because I think that's going to be an increasingly important area in smart cities both in terms of getting citizen buy-in and in terms of cities being able to do more and uh, feel confident in doing that so really looking forward to seeing mm. what comes out of that. Yeah, cool. Okay, well, let's go on to the next question then. Um, and how do you think we can better integrate across the different disciplines? So you must talk to people from all, you know, different areas. So do you have any ideas about how we can better integrate across disciplines, governments and industries? Um, I think the best way is just to be as open as possible. So for those who've worked on smart city projects to be just open about the work they're doing and share what's worked, which I guess we, we do get quite a lot of that, but also share about what the challenges were and what was difficult and what failed and, you know, how that was overcome or how it wasn't overcome and what's what's still to be fixed in the future. Um, I think that's really important because if we just talk about the success stories, paints a skewed picture and I think all cities are different and unique, of course, but there is a lot they can learn from each other, especially in these early implementations. As you said, you know, smaller cities can potentially learn from bigger cities who have more resources to try these things out. And I think everybody stands to win by sharing that information. Mm, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I'm keen to hear um, your thoughts about what the emerging trends are that you think people aren't talking about enough. Well, I think... Uh, my view is that we should be talking about everything more and being a lot more open about this topic. Um, I think as well, not just talking about that between ourselves, maybe in the smart city world, you know, at conferences and that kind of thing, we are talking about everything, but citizens typically don't go to those things. And when I tell my friends and family about what my job is, usually they kind of look confused and then sometimes concerned. I get a lot of comments about Big Brother when it comes to smart cities and I find this really hugely worrying because a lot of us live in cities that are striving to become smarter in various ways. So I think there's kind of a public image problem in some cases and I think 
many times perhaps people are more concerned because it's quite mysterious. Um, we talked about the language before. While smart cities can be a useful shorthand, you know, we can't go into a big, huge paragraph every time we want to discuss the work going on in cities. But because it's so ill-defined, it increases the mystery for a lot of people who are sometimes seemingly kept out of the conversation. And I think that's quite worrying, especially in you know, today when we have concerns like never before about personal data and surveillance and that kind of thing. So I just think we have to talk about it much more openly. So yeah, one of the things that I've been thinking about as well is not, you know, like lots of cities are doing things like, um, you know, surveys or crowdsourcing of ideas. And I think that's good um, and gets more people invested in what's going on and interested and asking difficult questions, which is good too. But I don't know how big the uptake of that is. You know, I've never been asked to contribute to anything in the cities that I've lived in. So I just think we need to do more there about being more transparent. Um, and I've also been thinking about the, you know, the actual visibility. When you go around your city, I think maybe at this stage, I'd like to see, you know, even visual information about what's happening. You know, is data being collected? Why? How's it going to be used? Uh, what is this thing that's going on that look, you know, strange? If you, you know, I saw some strange thing on the lights in my city recently. I didn't know what it was and I looked at it for ages. I saw other people looking at it. You know, it'd be good to just have information about what that is. Maybe we won't need that in the future, but right now, I think maybe that would be good and help people engage because when you go even to some of the what are billed as the smartest cities in the world, it's all completely invisible. Um, and people say that the best technology is invisible. But at the moment, I don't really know if that's true in a smart city context. Mm, I think, um, you know, while we're kind of moving into the space, I totally agree. I think, I mean, ultimately the technology should be invisible, but while we're explaining, um, you know, it shouldn't be secret, yeah. I guess. Invisible and secret are two different things. I, I totally agree. Like, you know, if I rock up at my house and there's a new sensor on my light pole or something like that, I want to kind of know and understand what that means. And, you know, that could be done through, I'm just thinking, I don't, I don't want to say signage yeah. because that's really boring, uh, but I've been contacted and, or it's on social media or I, I know about it in some way. Um, so then I can, like, I can help and embrace the concept rather than going, what, what is this? What are they doing? Who's doing it? Whose is it? Is it councils? Is it someone else's or yeah. I've seen um, some cities doing things with, um, for example, um, art, um, bringing in artists. And that was something that was done as um, part of the City Verve project in Manchester. And uh, they brought in artists from locally and further afield, I think. Um, and they did lots of uh, a public artwork about data and how it was flowing through the city. And I think that was good and interesting um, as long as, you know, we don't stay at the abstract level and also get into the detail. I think we also need to get into the details more about exactly what is happening and why. But I think that can be perhaps a good way to start conversations. Um, and the people who'd worked on that project, one of their key recommendations was to bring in artists because they can generate some of the difficult, interesting questions that people might want to engage with. So, yeah, I think that's good as long as we start the discussion, but also don't leave it at the abstract level. Yeah, no, I agree. No, I really, um, I think it's important to bring those different backgrounds together and, yeah, engage the community in a way that's not so, you know, traditionally boring, um, but in a way that can be fun and interesting and involve, you know, different communities in that as well. Um, I think another thing about 
trends, you know, that we're perhaps not talking about. I think we are talking about to some extent, but I think cybersecurity is really going up the agenda. But often it feels like something along with privacy that cities say, yes, we have that covered, but the details are a little bit scant. And um, even at conferences and things, I think it's sometimes on the agenda, but it's not a topic that's often discussed in a lot of depth. And I can understand the sensitivities around that. But I think, you know, we've recently seen some quite high profile ransomware attacks in um, a city. So in Atlanta, for example, and uh, just last week at the port of San Diego. And I think as more things get connected, the risks go up and also so will public concern about this. And I think it really needs to go up the agenda as in terms of messaging too, because I think it's an area where, along with data where there could be a huge uh, backlash if not. No, I agree. I agree. Well, it's been so awesome to chat with you, Sarah. Um, thanks again for coming on to the podcast. I really just have one last question for you, which is how can people connect with you? If you go on to smartcitiesworld.net, you can find my email on there and we're always looking for good stories, good interviews, good case studies. So please get in touch. And I'm also on uh, LinkedIn and Smart Cities World is on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. So yeah, send us good stories. Awesome. I realize that maybe some people don't even know what Smart Cities World is. So can you just give us a quick 101 on um, you know, the platform? Yep. Um, so it's an online publication where we cover all the latest news and trends around smart cities. We cover buildings, connectivity, data, energy, governance, transport. Um, we do it through news, features, interviews, case studies, events, and um, we're trying to show uh, what's going on and get people engaged in the discussion and to share their opinions and ideas and the work that they're doing. So please get in touch because we need you to get the best stories out there. Awesome. Well, yeah, we'll put all the links in the show notes so people can click away and hopefully you can get some good stories from our audience. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Smart Community Podcast. Show notes for this episode and all other episodes are available on our website, mysmart.community. If you have any questions for us or any of our guests, you can email hello at mysmart.community or find us on the socials. We are on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter at smartcompod. That's com with two M's. If you are enjoying the podcast, please leave us a rating and review at wherever you listen. This really helps us reach more ears, so thank you in advance. As always, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. Smart Community Podcast is what you're looking for.